Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. And now, Battle Ready with Father Dan Rehill. Good day and welcome to Battle Ready. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Most Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I adore thee profoundly. I offer thee the most precious body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, present in all the tabernacles of the world, in reparation for the outrages, sacrileges, and indifferences whereby he is offended. And through the infinite merits of his most sacred heart and the immaculate heart of Mary, I beg of thee the conversion of poor sinners. Amen. In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it's Tuesday, and it's warm and stormy here. It's 65 degrees already, and we had some thunderstorms roll through this morning. And it's going up to 75 today here in Middle Tennessee. So that's wonderful news. I mean, I'll take anything in the 60s or 70s in February, any day of the month. Um, we're in day two of our Mariathon. Day one did not go great. Uh, it was a slow start. I guess people are <laughs> in their winter blues. I don't know. But uh, I'm pleading with you, please c contribute to this ministry because we help so many people. I mean, maybe tomorrow I can read some of the letters and the emails that people send in about how uh, excited they are to be able to listen to Radio Maria. And it, it's helping firm up their faith. It's helping teach the faith. It's helping them embrace their faith. And for many to come back to the faith. So this is an apostolate, you could say, of Our Lady herself. This is her mission. She's going out there and she's grabbing people and bringing them back to her son. And she's using the airwaves to do it. So to get things going today, by the way, there's one more holy water uh, bottle left of that offer we had yesterday, uh, 150 a month or 1500 flat fee for the last battle-ready engraved um, stainless steel and black onyx uh, holy water bottle that holds, I believe, eight ounces of holy water. And it will be filled with the special epiphany water that we made here just uh, last month uh, as a gift for your donation. But today I'm going to start off by pledging a $1,000 donation for myself. I don't ask you to do anything I wouldn't do myself. So I'm putting up $1,000. I would love you all to match it. Um, and for anybody that gives 200 or more, I have a crucifix that was blessed by Mary and Jesus on Christmas Day in Medjugorje. And I'm going to talk about that today a little bit because these little crucifixes, it even has a little St. Benedict in the middle, um, have been known to uh, – many miracles have occurred with the uh, use of these sacramentals. And um, they also have my, the blessing of a priest, uh, the high priest, of course, Jesus, but also of a ministerial priest, uh, myself. And what happens is on Christmas, Our Lady always appears with the baby Jesus. Um, I believe in the church, but if not, then wherever the apparition is occurring. And um, Father Leon, who is the chaplain in Medjugorje, 
always takes uh, bags and bags of these crosses and brings them so that they could be blessed by Mary and the, the infant Jesus. And then he hangs on to them. And as pilgrims come through, he hands out little bags of these crucifixes to take back to your native countries. So I have a, a bag of these. I have 20 today that we, and I'll send it with the story. Well, and it comes a little pouch. Uh, anybody 200 or more, the first 20 of you get one of these Christmas Day crucifixes. And um, I'm going to talk about that story in a second. So, again, let's regroup. We're, we're shooting for $100,000 here, and, and we're, we barely skimmed the surface yesterday. Um, please call 888-408-0201 and uh, make a pledge today. I mean, I know there's many people probably sitting there thinking – this isn't really for me, but why not? Why not? You know, we do a lot for ourselves. We do a lot for other people. But, you know, how many of us can stay say at the end of life that we helped Our Lady in her mission to save souls in a material way? And this is that material way. So it's almost like a corporal act of mercy versus a spiritual work of mercy. This is actually uh, funding, keeping this mission, this apostolate, uh, this radio network on the air in America. And we're hoping, you know, to expand as well. So it's, it is a mission, you know, and it's, it's not easy. We we're mostly volunteers. I donate my whole salary to, um, the Bishop's annual appeal here in, in my diocese. So I take nothing personally from, from this uh, work I do. And, uh, and we do hustle and, and make it happen so that this can go forward. And of course, we don't accept advertising because advertising can get tricky and can taint the message, and we do not want that to happen. So we we go it alone, trusting in the divine providence of God and his people. So if that's you, pick up the phone, 888-408-0201. I, got, um, I just gave a 1000 of my own dollars. I'm hoping people will match that, but for the first $200 uh, dollars, the first listeners who pledge 200 or more, up to 20 of you. I have 20 of these Christmas Day crucifixes to give away as a gift. All right, so how did this come about? Well, this happened. Uh, there was an Irishman named Jim Brown. He was a sexual abuse victim from Ireland and an alcoholic who had his conversion in Medjugorje. And he began uh, leading pilgrimages there and had many stories to share. Uh, and when he was in Medjugorje in December of 2004, a friend of his told him to buy a few crucifixes because they were going to meet with the visionary Visca on Christmas Eve and that these crucifixes, which they would leave with Visca, would be blessed on Christmas Day by Jesus and Mary. Can you imagine? I mean, it's it's hard to believe. And of course, we we say this as alleged because the apparitions have not been determined to, to be authentic as of yet. So um, we have to say that. But at the time, but the miracles have happened. Those are authenticated. So we can just say that too. At the time, um, Jim didn't even understand the difference between apparition and all the other apparitions where Our Lady appears uh, to the visionaries every day. So uh, he, he didn't even know what they meant by that. So his friend explained to him how um, 
the Christmas Day apparition is a little bit different than the rest of the year because Our Lady comes with the baby Jesus in her arms, just as she did on the very first Christmas 2,000 years ago. Um, and he held up a picture of her, and Our Lady was arrayed in gold and holding the baby Jesus, as the visionaries have described continually year after year. So during the apparition, Jesus and Mary bless all the beautiful crucifixes. And uh, so this guy, Jim Brown, purchased the crucifixes and he took them with blind faith, hoping what he was told was going to happen. So about a week later, they went back to Viscus to retrieve the crucifixes. Uh, and he, to, in his own words, he said he did not know the real healing power and the graces of conversions that he was taking home with him. So, so very soon he began to see the graces uh, after he would give the crucifixes away to people who were in need of them. And I think one of the first people he came across was somebody he was uh, taken to that was in a coma. So, he put the crucifix under the friend's uh, pillow in the hospital, and it was a Monday. And on Wednesday, the man came out of the coma and went back to work the following Monday. Now, that, I think, is a little bit crazy. If you've been in a coma, you don't need to rush back to work, you know, less than a week after you were in the coma. But anyway, praise God, he came out of the coma. So Jim starts thinking there's something very special about this Christmas Day blessing on these crucifixes. And uh, he, he still had trouble understanding what was happening. I mean, as many people would. And then he briefly summed up a part of his life before Medjugorje. So in his own testimony, I'm not shaming the man. He had gone far away from the faith, so did I. Uh, and when he was a young boy, he got into New Age practices, which is a cult. Uh, he was tricked, by the way. He was told that he was developing a relationship with Jesus when, in fact, he was developing a relationship with the cosmos and Satan. So he was duped by the wolf in sheep's clothing. And he continued on to say that... Uh, he had to get all this, quote, rubbish completely out of my spirit and out of my soul. So a priest performed a minor exorcism on him. And as a result, he became more open to the graces and blessings in Medjugorje. So Jim further went on to say that Our Lady insists that sacramentals be blessed by a priest. So they asked the priest to bless the crucifixes as well. And the priest gave them a full exorcism blessing with exercise salt mixed with water. Uh, for the last, I don't know, I would say at least five years, Father Leon has been doing this for the English-speaking pilgrims who he gives the crucifixes out to. So this is just one of many stories that occurred through Jim Brown handing these crucifixes away. And he said, this is another quote from him, there hasn't been a week that goes by that I don't get phone calls from people asking me for them. Uh there was also a story of a 10-year-old girl from uh, Chitluk, which is just a, maybe two or three miles from Medjugorje, who had been in a head-on collision, a car accident. Uh, she had many hours of enduring uh, and undergoing brain surgery. 
And the doctors told her mother that if she survived, she would be uh, in a vegetative state and never be able to do anything for herself. So one of the guides from Medjugorje heard of this situation and gave one of the crucifixes to the mother to put under the girl's pillow. That seems to be a common thing, putting them under the pillow. Three days later, the girl woke up from her coma and asked for a can of Coke and a sandwich. She went back to school a few, a few weeks later and her brain was 100% healed and healthy. So again, praise God, miraculous. Uh, and on another occasion, Jim had an appointment with a particular doctor. And she happened to ask him where he was going for Christmas. And he told her he was going to Medjugorje and would be taking crucifixes to be blessed during the Christmas Day apparition. He then told the story of the girl in Chitluk who was in the coma. And he gave one of the crucifixes to the doctor. Uh, and he said, I know she took it without offending me but she didn't understand what she had in her hands. The following year, Jim went back for a checkup and the doctor exclaimed, James, thank God you're here. And he thought, why am I, am I okay? And she replied, you're fine, but I need another crucifix. She added, there's some uh, good news and bad news about the first crucifix you gave me. My father got very sick and he was in a coma. And my brothers and sisters came in from Australia and America because we were told that he was going to die. And then I remembered the story you told me about the 10-year-old girl. And uh, so she took the crucifix. Uh, and put the crucifix under her father's pillow. There it is again, under the pillow. Uh, what's the good news and bad news? The good news is that in three days, my father came out of the coma and he's now driving around Galway. The bad news is he won't give me the crucifix back. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Smart man. So this goes on and on and on. Uh, the point of the matter is this, you know, it's grace and faith that uh, activate God's blessing to bring forth the miracle. But these particular crucifix seem to have a special place in the heart of Jesus and Mary. And, um, you know, I would say, I certainly carry one around with me every day, uh, along with the St. Michael stone from the cave in Gargano. I mean, I, I'm weighed down with a bunch of sacramentals because uh, I think they're important. But we have 20 of these crucifixes. Right now you can get one as a gift to you for donating 200 or more one-time donation, 888-408-0201. 888-408-0201. So maybe if you want, uh, you can call in. You know, this is a marathon. We, we can break rules today and do all sorts of crazy stuff. So if anybody has any questions or comments, go ahead and give a ring. That's a different phone line, I believe. I think that's the 866-333-6279. If you, or email in a question or something you might want to talk about. Uh, I'm really looking to hear from Miami today because I went down to Miami. I met with these wonderful people who are very blessed. Uh, God has bestowed um, good fortune on all of them. And I'm hoping they're going to step up today and, and pledge something to to really keep Maria, uh, Rita Maria going strong in Miami. Miami is our biggest market. It's also our most expensive market. 
would cost us, I think, almost $60,000 a year just to keep Miami uh, radio going. And um, because it's one of our newest stations, it, it's a little behind on the curve in, in the donations coming in from Miami. So if you're in Miami and you're listening, you know, please do uh, pick up the phone, maybe call your friends, tell them to maybe go in on a, a group donation, you know, whatever way you can help to uh, further the, the propagation of, of the Catholic faith through Radio Maria USA. <laughs> Eight 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 four zero eight zero two zero one. What else is going on? Actually, some interesting news. So we have a president over Radio Maria USA. His name is Carlo DiMaggio. He lives in New York, and uh, I know him very well. He's a wonderful person, and he he's over all of America. But there's another gentleman who is over the whole world. Yes, the whole entire world. Radio Maria globally. And his name is Vittorio. And Vittorio called me yesterday to let me know he's in Florida. He's actually in Miami. And, uh, you know, he's he was thinking, he looked and said, you know, Tennessee's so close to Florida, maybe I'll come up and pay a little visit. So he's coming up this afternoon. And um, we're going to meet tomorrow. So very exciting. I think it probably would be the first time he's been in Tennessee. I have to, I have to guess since he lives in uh, a suburb of Milan, Italy. So uh, that's exciting, you know, uh, when the, pre- the global president of such a big, huge, massive uh, network of uh, radio stations around the world is coming to your little town. That's a big deal. So we're very excited. And, uh, oh. We did get someone to match $1,000, so thank you for that. Praise God. And some other people are, are calling in with their $200 donation. So we're down, I think we're down to 17 crosses now. Three three of them have gone, I believe. So they're going quick. Uh, and I'll also send you a printout of the story of the cru- crucifixes to go with the little uh, cross. It, it's about, I'd say it's maybe an inch and a quarter, inch and a half lar- to large. It's... Uh, Probably a little bit, for me, it would be big to put around your neck, but maybe for other people, not so much. But uh, I carry them in my pocket, and I keep one in the car. And it comes with a little pouch, and we'll also send you the story of how these things uh, evolved with these crucifixes. And, you know, I'm also going to be back there in April. April 9th, I head over uh, for another pilgrimage. This will be my 18th time going to Medjugorje and I believe there might even still be a couple of seats on that pilgrimage open I'm not sure but I think there are maybe two maybe three but it's pretty full uh, so if you're thinking about that you can give a call to Tecton Ministries T-E-K-T-O-N Ministries uh, and you can google that to find them I think they're in Carmel Indiana all right Give a ring, 888-408-0201. There's something else I wanted to um, share with you because I'm going to produce a video today about this and get it up on uh, TikTok and Instagram, the Insta. Uh, Because the the more I mention this to people, they don't really know what I'm talking about. So there's something called the apostolic pardon. Have you ever heard of that? Um, Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. 
most priests should know what this is, but there are even some priests that I've bumped into that don't know what it is. And it's a plenary indulgence that's offered at the moment of death or when it seems the person is about to die imminently. And what it means is that all of the temporal punishment for sin is removed. So purgatory time is removed. And apostolic, you know, meaning from the apostles, uh, is generally reserved for the pope. But in danger of death, it extends to the priests. But listen to this. It gets even better. In the Manual of Indulgences, which is this thing that's published, and in, you know the Vatican has an office that takes care of all these things, it says this. This is in the Manual of Indulgences, page 12. If a priest is unavailable, Holy Mother Church benevolently grants to the Christian faithful who are duly disposed a plenary indulgence to be acquired at the point of death, provided that they have been in the habit of reciting some prayers during their lifetime. In such a case, the church supplies for the three conditions originally required for a plenary indulgence. And the three conditions would be uh, confession within like two weeks, uh, receiving Holy Communion, and um, I forget the third one. But but they would be the church supplies for that means that the, the church will um, – on her ha- on the behalf of the church, they will be the ones that will give those. Uh, they will take that responsibly on themselves. The person doesn't have to do it. The person could even be unconscious. So some prayers during their life, that's pretty broad and wide. You know, if you prayed the angel, the guardian angel prayer as a kid, if you prayed grace before meals, you know, any kind of thing of that nature. But you have to be a baptized Christian. If you're not baptized guess what? You can baptize them. In the moment of death, anybody can baptize somebody. So they do need to give their consent or have given some indication they want to be uh, a, a Catholic. So somebody's dying who's not baptized. And this happened to me a couple of years ago. I was at somebody's dying of cancer and they, they weren't baptized and they just wanted to talk to me. So I said, okay, we'll talk. So I got there and said, well, what do you want to talk about? We could talk about, you know, life and love and the pursuit of happiness, or we could talk about death, uh, purgatory, heaven, and hell. What do you want to talk about? And she, she said, let's talk about death because that's right at my doorstep. I said, well, look, here's the option I have for you today. This guy, Jesus, let me tell you about him. And I told her about Jesus and what he means and who he is. Uh, and he wants you to be with him in heaven. Is it something you're interested in? And she said, yeah. I said, I can baptize you right now and all your sins are forgiven and you're going to die in a state of grace and you're going to go straight to heaven. Boom, that's it. And she wanted that. So I gave it to her. So there's even, if if you're not baptized, we have that option if you're dying, which wipes out all your sins, takes you straight home to heaven. If you are baptized, here we have this plenary indulgence, which wipes away all your purgatory time, gets you straight home to heaven. Like, God is immeasurably good to us, but you really have to know this. If you don't know it, how are you going to do it? So I just ordered a hundred of these little, it uh, looks like a prayer card, which has the words to be prayed over the person uh, at the moment of death who is a baptized person. 
to receive the uh, apostolic pardon. And I hand them out to people. I, I tell people, you know, wherever I go, you should have this in your wallet in case somebody you know is dying or you go to the hospital or maybe there's a car wreck on the highway. You could just say, are you, are you baptized? Let me pray this prayer with you. It, it, it opens wide the gates of heaven. So very important, right? Very important that we know these things because if you don't know them, you're never going to be able to do them. How can you do what you don't know? So again, let's uh, let's hit those phones. We got one minute, 888-408-0201. And it would be great to give a call today. And I just got a text that we did get a donation from Miami. Go Miami. Good for you. Praise God. Miami is listening. They're on. Uh, they're listening to us right now. So thank you so much. Uh, that's that's it's a good. We had a good bump here in the morning. It was nice to hear. Um, all right. So just to close out this final thought uh, about the apostolic pardon, I just want you to hear what the pardon is. It's pretty short and sweet doesn't take very much time. Um, all right. So this is the priest carries this little book in his uh, bag when he goes to the hospital that has all these prayers in it. But uh, just so you hear it. By the faculty which the apostolic see has given me, I grant you a plenary indulgence in the remission of all your sins, and I bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Pretty easy. Uh, and there's a couple of different versions of it. So, you know, that's, I think, the easiest, the shortest. But here's another one. Through the holy mysteries of our redemption, may Almighty God release you from all punishments in this life and in the life to come. May he open to you the gates of paradise and welcome you into everlasting joy. That's the other one. So that's the one I typically use. Uh, but again, you can do this. They say if a lay person's doing it, they should do it while holding a crucifix over the person. So there are a couple little caveats, although it doesn't say it's it's imperative, but it recommends it. So I hope you learned something today. Um, eventually, I'm going to have these cards. I'm going to have them mass produced, and I'm going to start sending them out all over the world. I think at least in to the places we're ministering to. So more and more people have this on them. All right. That's it for today, folks. Uh, I might be back later on. We're going to see, I have a bunch of things that are going on in Columbia today. Uh, but keep, keep calling, keep to calling your family, your friends, letting them know we're having our Mariathon, this spring Mariathon or this, are we, I don't even know what it is. It's spring here today, but it probably isn't spring technically. Maybe is this our winter? I don't even know. Uh, the weather's crazy. This Mariathon is a big help to, you know, keep us uh, going strong as we head into the, the warmer weather and to keep paying our bills. We have to pay the bills or the towers go off. So 888-408-0201. Uh, dig deep into your wallets. You know, this is a great and worthy ministry. And uh, I know God will richly reward you. He loves, he loves his mother. Have a great day. Let me bless you. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Father Dan signing off.
Thank you so much for listening to the Radio Maria podcasts. It's thanks to listeners like you who donate that enable us to continue delivering quality content to listeners around the world. If you'd like to contribute and help us keep spreading the message of Our Lady's Son, please consider making a donation. You can reach us at 888-408-0201 or simply visit our donations tab on our website at radiomaria.us. Your generosity truly makes a difference. This has been a Radio Maria production.